Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. Hey everyone, it's Kelsey and Jeff, and we are here to tell you a bit about our partner Anchor. We know that you're a fan of this podcast and maybe you thought, hey, I want to make a podcast too. Well, we have great news for you guys. We want to tell you all about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast for a few reasons, but to start out, it's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Plus, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do it, you guys, and enjoy the show. I'm on a journey to get better, and I want to do it with you. And I'm not just focusing on physical health. I'm focusing on everything, emotional wellness, spirituality, finances, relationships, and so much more. Every week, it will be my personal goal to bring us, the world's leading healers, experts, and game changers, to share groundbreaking secrets and tips to getting better in all areas of life. Getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when we can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menudos. Hello, hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? It is. It's Wednesday, March Wednesday. 25th. It's Greek Independence Day. Zito y lava. Um, want to say um, that, of course, for anybody who's listening from Greece. <laughs> um we are here because when you know better, you get better, guys, and that's exactly what we're going to do today. Our quote of the day, life is not what happened back there or what might happen up ahead. Life is like the rhythm of the heart, every breath, every blink of the eye. It is beat by beat, moment by moment. This is all there is. This is all we need. And that's by Andy Puttycomb, <clears throat> who we've had on the show before. And if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and comb through our list of podcasts because he's amazing. He is the founder of Headspace and uh, we had a great episode with him and meditation, I think, is more important than ever. Have you been meditating, Stephen? Uh, I was I actually started meditating when literally two days before this all started going down. Oh, have you stuck with it? I have not done it since this all started going down. It's been sun up to sundown. How do we make this better and how do we keep going forward and going forward? Got but it. I will try to block out time. Can I meditate while exercising? Does that count? No. Exercise is meditative, which is good. Are okay. you still exercising? Um, I'm trying to. Good. I'm trying to slot in time at the end of the night. But Steven, we've talked about this. Why have... not 30 minutes before you have to get up to come here? Because I'm tired, Maria. Wake your ass up. Get up. You'll be fine. I'm tired, Maria. Eight hours is more than enough sleep. I don't. Yeah, I yeah you do. do I could probably do it. You do. I could probably do it. That's the thing. I just want to make excuses. I don't want to do it. Well, if you don't want to get better, then don't <laughs> do it. But um, no, I think uh, I was thinking about I don't know why I was thinking about you this morning as I was getting ready. And I'm like, I wonder if he's still working out. And it would be so easy. Just commit 30 minutes. Like I go on the treadmill for 20 minutes and I'm like, okay, I know that's all I can handle right now. And that's all I do. Well, now we have the elliptical at our house, which is really convenient. 
Which oh, is, so convenient that you're great. using it. Yeah. And well, because I haven't. Here's the thing is I'm so comfortable and I was so comfortable in diet routine for the first three months of this year. And now in quarantine, I don't have access to salads every day. I don't have access to kind of the more healthy options. So it's like I need to start figuring out working out because before I didn't really need to because I was losing weight and I was healthy and I was fine. Yeah. Um, not that you shouldn't work out if you're dieting, but like you know, it was easy for me. But now I'm like seeing the eating is the worst part. Yeah. So yeah. now I'm like, OK, I have to work out if I'm going to be on this quarantine diet of hot pockets and <laughs> um basically everything yeah. bad i'm trying to eat just like hard-boiled eggs a lot to have that be like something filling that's protein be careful i mean yeah. cholesterol, cholesterol. Will go up. yeah you gotta be careful yeah so as long as i'm staying inside though it's healthier than i mean eating this is healthier than being outside amongst people right now so yeah well you there's a trade-off right like we can't can't do everything perfect but we can try we are going to have an expert come in and teach us how to make healthy meals with like canned goods, the healthiest that they can be. I'm excited about that. Yeah. I was thinking about that because I was like, gosh, I have a lot of canned goods right now. I can't, I, I'm, I, we're still getting some fresh produce, some, and then like heavily washing them with white vinegar. Um, but, and we have the garden, so that's good. But, you know, we're doing the same thing. I had frozen pizza yesterday and we're trying Fritos. to make it make it like spread out. So like Brie made um, a tuna roll casserole mm-hmm. or a tuna casserole. So it's like instead of using the whole can of cream of mushroom soup that we have, we use a little bit with pasta because pasta is just everywhere. Yeah. Everyone has tons of boxes of pasta. And then you just have a few other things in there and you're good. Yeah. And that way it can last for like probably four or five days. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think luckily we live in a country where I don't think the food supply is going to take a huge hit. Um mm. Knock on wood. There was an article about a week or two ago about how the food supply can become an issue because if if people aren't working, who's going to go pick the fields and who's going to, you know, make things? Who's going to manufacture the the frozen goods? I mean, there's so much, but I think we're going to be fine. I I'm going to so stay too. positive. I think we'll be better. We're going to be better together. Meanwhile, thank you guys for joining us. Um, we have been going live uh, this last week and a half during this crisis so that we can offer a forum of positivity and um, and bring in all of the experts that I know can help us through this challenging time. Um, if you love the show, please help us by rating, commenting, subscribing. It really makes a big difference and lets people know that we are worthy of their time because there are so many podcasts and so many shows out there now. Um, also, we do have a Patreon and Steven, if you would be so kind... Patreon.com slash better together with Maria. I don't know why I went William Shatner there for a second, but yeah, uh, check out our Patreon, better to, uh, patreon.com slash better together with Maria. Uh, we're trying to figure out the best way to handle it right now with all of this going on because, you know, we're such a big fans of giving away stuff for free that we're doing like this show so many days a week for free right now. So we want to figure out like maybe we're probably today, we're probably going to film like an after show for you guys to have some exclusive content. But uh, this is the only way that we're going to be able to move forward and start going ad-free for everything. So if you want to support the show, if you want to support us uh, getting through this uh, and support me. Stephen. Me. Stop. (laughs) No, the truth is, is that, you know, we are going to, I think, take this down and we're going to do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday live here. And then we'll do a Thursday Patreon show. And, um, And then, you know, the goal is that on the Patreon show we have... Uh, zero handcuffs because YouTube does have a lot of um, limitations Mm -hmm. and there are amazing clips and things that I want to be able to share with everybody. So um, yeah, I think that's, uh, that's really what we're going to do. So join us at Patreon and um, the summary in the summary, the link will be in there. So you can just click on that. In the meantime, we have an amazing guest today who's going to help us uh, through um, another area of this crisis that's important and that's pregnancy so i have a lot of friends who are pregnant when you're on the go 24 7 like me guys finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity (laughs) and that's exactly what my friends at macy's do for me from working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials it's been my go-to for so many years and having everything in one place is such a time saver for me with being a first-time mom 
for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. Right now and freaking out. Um, and if they're not freaking out, I freak out for them and have had to like yell at them and be like, do not go into grocery stores, do not do anything, stay hidden. And so I decided that, uh, as we're in this, you know, pandemic, um, you know, it's important to have somebody who can be a voice of, um, information and calm and, uh, help you through this period. If you are pregnant or if someone you love is pregnant, but, you know, we are also going to be entering a time where we're probably gonna have a lot of Corona babies because of the quarantine. So that's a whole other thing we'll talk about. So um, without further ado, here is my dear friend, Lori Bregman. Hi, Lori. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Hiding out in my house. I love it. Tell me what what has been going on with uh, your business right now. You know, you're a, you're a doula, mm-hmm. and that requires you to be in person with your pregnant patients. And I imagine that that's challenging right now. Yeah. So about two weeks ago, I told all my clients to stay inside. We've been doing virtual sessions, birth prep, um, birth education. I do pregnancy coaching, but I've been doing this like virtually for two years now um, with people all over the world. So it's not that different for me where it's different is going to the birth. So how I'm working is um, if, if people are not sick, I'm going to early labor at their house with a mask on with gloves and um, helping them get as far along as they can in the labor. If they're choosing a hospital birth uh, before going to the hospital there, are then, they allowing you to go into the hospital too? No, they're not allowing doulas at the hospital right now. Wow. So they can have their partner go if they're not sick. If they have corona, if they have if they're sick at all and test positive, they can't they have to go by themselves, which is horrifying. Which is I just I actually just signed up wow. for a, a um how to deal with trauma in birth um program because uh I think we're gonna see so many women on the other side of this that are traumatized, you know, when I was, um, I was born in the late sixties and my mom wasn't allowed any visitors was put in a room, put to sleep. It was just, she was so, tra- they took her away from me because I and put me in an incubator cause I was really small. And there was so much trauma from her and so much fear going through her body that created, created all the stress hormones, which affects the baby. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of, um, like a lot of trauma, birth trauma from this. There's on a, you know, on another note, it's, it is a little bit of the wild west out there at the hospitals right now, because there's no structures. And I mean, they're just trying to find new structures. They never had to deal with something like this before. So I do think, you know, it's really trying to, I'm trying to get my clients to say day by day, just stay in the present moment, you know, because in a month from now, things could look very different. You know, structures will be in place. They'll, they'll have, you know, they'll have a handle, not a handle, but they'll have a system in play for this, you know, better. So, so virtual sessions sounds great because you don't necessarily have to be in front of somebody to coach them through what they're going through. But, you know, the, the delivery day is when I know you shine so much and I know you go in and you decorate the room and you make it pretty and you make them feel good. Um, and you're able to do things that the doctors and nurses don't have time to do. Um, I know it's a, it's a luxury for some people, but you know, in the old days, you know, women got together and were doulas for each other and, and that's how it really was. Right. Will you explain a little bit of that? Yeah. So back in the day, it was, it was, you know, women supporting other women. Um, it was a lot of mothers and aunts and sisters and best friends. And then, um, as time went on, 
um, you know, everybody got busy. It was harder to travel to get there. People, you know, sisters had jobs. And so doulas, they've been around, we've been around for a long time. We're they, we're technically like birth servants. Um, so the thing is what I'm doing. In fact, I was just on the phone with a labor and delivery nurse this morning. Cause I'm like, I, I, I'm, I'm being on the phone with doctors and, and delivery nurses and, and postpartum nurses and, and midwives. And, you know, I'm trying to get like, cause basically every day this thing changes. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of like, what was, what was yesterday is not today. So I'm still having, like, I'm having all my clients get flameless candles, get their favorite aromatherapy, you know, bring their iPad or their computer, make a playlist, download a bunch of hypnotherapy, you know, hypnotherapy and meditations to do. Also, I'm actually taking them, I'm getting them to the hospital, you know, sending them off to the hospital and then staying up all night on FaceTime with them or Zoom and literally holding space and, and like, when they're, if they're scared or freaked out, like I'm, you're right there. there anyway. I'm right there anyway. I just can't physically touch them. Yeah. You're not physically I'm... giving them ice chips. Like I know you give them ice chips, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's so in the movies. <laughs> I do give ice chips sometimes, but, um, so I'm still like very present. Also, I've never really been just about the birth. It's always been about supporting them through the pregnancy. So it was very timely, but I launched, um, a mindful mom to be virtual group coaching program where it's 40 weeks. So I take these, I've been, I just launched my first one, like, I guess about a month ago and I have a bunch of women and I give them so much support throughout the pregnancy and I'm doing another one in June and then a 12 week one. So it's like a way for me to work still and really support them through the pregnancy and prepare them for birth and prepare for postpartum and build a healthy foundation for their, you know, for their pregnancy and their baby to grow from. What are the doctors saying about um, pregnancy and the coronavirus? I mean, it just, it hits everybody different. I mean, definitely pregnant women are high risk. Um, They're trying, you know, different, different, they're all scared. Everybody's scared. You know, everybody's like, it's really scary. Like I've been checking in with the doctors and I'm like, how are you doing? Are you okay? Oh my God. It's really scary out there. The doctors are saying that. Yeah. It's just scary, you know? And so they're working on, um, telemed, like doing telemedicine. Yeah. Um, more that, more of that kind of thing with their clients. So that's online um, medicine. Like I know that my dad's diabetes doctor, we went in for an appointment. I think it was like a week and a half ago or something. And she's like, we're going to do everything from telemedicine after this. Yes. So they're setting up systems for that. Um, they are, um, you know, it's all new. It's all new. This is not, you know, it's a pra- This is a practice where doctors see women in person in the office. So it's, it's, it's a whole new system. I think there's all these new structures in place. It's like, I'm helping all my friends that are doulas set up a virtual, like doing what I'm doing, which I've been doing, like I said, I've been doing it for two years. So it's not like, it's not that new for me, Mm -hmm. but for a lot of doulas it is. So it's like, everybody's just, it's forcing us all to set up different systems, even how you're doing your show right now. It's like, we have to, you know, think of ways that we can still work with people and and be of service, Mm -hmm. you know, in a new way. How are the pregnant moms dealing with social distancing? Like, you know, are they distancing themselves from even their husbands? Are they distancing? Like, how are they dealing with it? I mean, they're actually fine. I I, sometimes I feel when you are, at least my clients are, I mean, they're, they're really protecting themselves. So, um, you know, they're, they're just, I think as a pregnant woman, you kind of tend to go a little bit more in a bubble anyway you could kind of tend to go more inward. Um, you tend to cocoon a little bit more and protect yourself. So they're doing that. They're doing it with their husband um, or their partner. Um, and, you know, everybody seems fine. It's They're scared, especially my girls that are due in April. Um, yeah, I can imagine. Every single day, I opened up all the girls that get, all the women that work with me um, and are doing my private coaching. I've opened up from 12 to three every single day where they can, you know, I will sit on the phone with them and coach them and be there for them and just let their feelings be heard Mm -hmm. because it is scary. It's a scary time. It's an unknown time. Births are ready like that, but now it's really add another layer to it. And the layer that you can't have your support people that you thought you were going to have. And what does it look like in the hospital? And will the nurse have it? Will the doctor have it? Yes. Will my doctor be there? So what do you say to them? I mean, it's just kind of, I try to keep them in the present moment and let them know that their feelings are valid 
And it is a very unknown. And I'm just like, right now you're healthy. Your doctor's healthy and your partner's healthy. So right now you guys can go in the room all together. And then I'm still going to be there for you. I'm still going to come to the house, which I, you know, I usually go to the house and labor with people anyway for about eight hours before we even go to the hospital. Yeah. So, so here's the thing, like when you're pregnant, you have a lot of visits, like not all of them can be done by telemedicine. So when you have to go in, what are you telling them to calm them down? Because if I was pregnant right now, I would be freaking out that I have to go into doctor's appointments and, you know, anything medical is going to be, you know, potentially virus infected. Yeah. Everyone that's, everybody's concerned. Should I go to my doctor? Uh, some of the doctors like, don't come in. It's not that this appointment's not that important. Um, there's offices I know that have like 10 doctors in it and they see a doctor, a client every 10 minutes. And, um, still, I, I, you know, I'm just like, ask, call the, call ahead, see if this appointment's really necessary. Is this a really necessary appointment? If it's not, you, I said, you know, you go in with your mask and your gloves and your wipes, and then you come home, take off your clothes, jump in the shower. Um, head to toe. You get to wash your hair too. Head to toe. Head to toe. I haven't had a birth because I took March off. So, um, and then <laughs> Good, my you're dog ready. <laughs> yeah, my dog got sick. And then, so I've been just. I kind of had the month off and my clients thought I was going to be out of, you know, out of town. So I kind of used that time. So I haven't really seen any of my clients, but I did have a client test positive yesterday. A pregnant client. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I haven't seen her in, I think like it's been over three weeks. And what is she saying? She's scared. You know, she's, she's had an intention that I was going to be there, that her husband was going to be there. And now she has to go in by herself. They won't allow visitors. They won't allow a partner there. And if you have it, they, they're separating the babies from the mom. You're kidding me. So I have, so you give birth and you can't even hold your baby. They, they separate the baby from the mom (gasps) and then they try to get the mom healthy and, and, um, they try to get the mom, you know, work on getting the mom healthy. And when she's healthy enough and the baby, if the baby's fine, then, um, they're finding the babies have not been really, it's not crossing the placenta. But they could get it from a nurse who doesn't know that they have it. So it's yeah. just, it's so, it's, it, I'm not going to lie. Like it's, it's. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past. But as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. It's It's a scary time to have a baby right now. At, at this wow. moment. Wow. So, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about the fact that, you know, and, and the, 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 the mom who just gave birth, who has Corona, are they keeping her in the hospital or are they going to release her? And then she has to come back and get her baby when they say it's okay. I think it depends on the level of the, of the, of the virus. You know, I, I, I know I heard of a case where the woman had to be on a resp- She came in with pneumonia respirator separated the babies. They're treating the mom. And then once she's better, they'll send them all home together. Wow. I would die if I, I know this is probably so like millennial adjacent of me, but I would die if I had to give birth alone. And then I would die if I couldn't hold my baby that I carried for nine months. We're going, it's, it's really, it's back to like, I told you how, when I was born and my mother had me, it was, that's what they used to do. And it's, there's so much birth trauma from that generation and like, we've come so far and even the hospital, this is the thing I will tell you, like the hospital does know they're really, they do know the importance of, we've come so far to know like birth psychology and to know how their birth affects you. 
you know, yeah. and affects the mom and stays with you for the rest of your life. Totally. Um, a lot of my clients are looking into home births or birthing centers. Um, in fact, I was just, before I even just got on the, on, on the show with you, a client just texted me and she's like, what, birth, what birthing centers do you like? What midwives do you like? Uh, midwives can only treat you if you're healthy. So if, if you have, you know, if you have Corona, you have to go to the, the hospital. So, so if you had a plan to do a birth at home and you or the midwife gets sick, now you have to change plans on the last minute and go to the hospital. How does that affect everything? Well, midwives usually have backups. So if they got sick, they'd have a backup. Um, if you're sick, you know, it's just, if you have, I mean, the reason home births and not, and birthing centers are so, they, there's so many positive results from it is because they're, you're taking a healthy woman with no pregnancy, comp, no existing complications or sicknesses. So, you know, a healthy woman, it just looks very different to, to do a home birth because it's a different, it's a whole different mindset. Yeah. You know, you really have to go get in the trenches. I mean, it's their most, be- I, I love doing home births, but it's, you really have to get in a whole different zone to do that. Yeah. I saw Ricky Lake's The Business of Being Born. It was oh, so, so beautiful. Good. But I wonder, yeah, I think is, it, is it more dangerous? Is it more dangerous right now for you to consider doing a home birth than to go into the hospital? Because if you have an issue trying to call 911 in these days, I'm sure is going to be a lot more complicated. Yeah. Usually in home births, there's an issue before there's, you know, things, an issue presents itself usually before there's an issue. You know, um, there's, I, on my website, lauriebregman.com, I actually did a Q and A with a, with a midwife that I really like. Her name's Alex. And, um, she answers all the questions that we, we, we frequently get, which is like, what happens if, if, I bleed. What happens if my baby's not breathing? Da, 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 da. And she answered them on there. You can, somebody can go check if they're interesting. And I do think Ricky Lake's documentary, the business of being born is a great movie. If you, if you're thinking about doing a home birth, mm-hmm. um, you know, you have, I think you also have to be the right kind of person to do a home birth. Yeah. You know, it takes, it takes, if you're like, I talked to my friend who's a midwife yesterday and she said, if you're want to do a home birth because you fear the hospital, that's not like a great, it's got to be because I believe in, I believe in my power to give birth to this baby. I, you know, I, I want to, I just want to be more naturalistic. It's, it's a different mindset. I, I know I can do this. It's, you know, I just, you know, it's a, it's a whole different way to do things. Yeah. Wow. You totally just blew my mind. And now I understand in the beginning of the show, why you were talking about, there were going to be so many trauma babies. Yeah. Um, so trauma, and trauma moms, I mean, I literally just, signed up for this course yesterday. Cause I was like, I need, cause I do so much of the coaching. I'm like, I need to like help these women through this because right now my, I've, I, I probably have, I, I think I sat on the phone with four or five different people yesterday that were calling me hysterical, scared. And I, they just needed to get it out. And just for me to say, I hear you, you know, how and, do you and- calm them down? How, how can you give a mom confidence in this moment who's going to be giving birth in the month of April. First of all, I'll tell you from my perspective, I'm not having a baby in April, but in April, I've got to take my mom back to Cedars to get infusions for her brain cancer. And when we were talking about it two weeks ago, I was already throwing up in my mouth thinking about how dangerous it's going to be to enter those facilities and expose my mom to these, you know, things. And, and, and I, I'm scared of that. Now imagine, you know, a pregnancy, you're giving birth and I'm sure people are concerned about the virus. Um, if, if it, you know, if you're more susceptible to getting the virus directly after giving birth and does giving birth lower the immune system and, you know, there's so many things to worry about. And there's so much unknown. See people, we don't know, like somebody asked me the other day, if you get it, does it come back? Yeah. So far, like it's been four months since we know about this thing and then people haven't gotten it back, but we don't know. So we don't know what this, what it, what it, how it affects you, what it does, you know? And so I'm calming people down because I, I, my girls are like doing like a month and I'm like, look today, this is what's happening in a month. There'll be systems in play, you know, and, and this is our intention right now. This is how we're going to do this. And so we have, we have our, intention, our plan. 
And then we have our backups. And then we talk about like, what would that look like? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I guess it makes no sense to stress about the unknown right now and get and and be lowering your immune system, worrying about all of this stuff when you don't know where we're going to be in a month. In a month, this could magically disappear. Nobody knows, right? Crazy things happen. Um, also, there's whenever there's an a, like an, a crisis, there's always a a mass panic mm-hmm. where everybody's in panic mode, and then we start learning how to live with it. Yeah, you know what I mean. We start, we start like going, okay, so we're just going to start working online, and we're just going to start, you know, this is going to be kind of staying home more, going to bed. You know, this is going to be kind of like our way of life for now. I think the biggest thing, I just had a conversation with a girlfriend this morning that because she's like, you're doing so well, and I'm like, I'm staying so present to what is in the moment, and if I get like, oh my god, what's this going to look like over here? Yeah, I'll start to spin. Yeah. 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 It's like, what can I do right now? Like today that, and then just do what I can do with whatever with it's right in front of me and not getting too far over here. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure that's difficult with type a over preparers. (laughs) Yeah. And have your backup plans and have these things in place. Like, you know, uh, but you know, try to stay like, what can I do with what's in front of me? What I have. Yeah. Well, and do you believe that there's a reason that these particular people are going through this at this particular time? You know, everything happens for a reason. We say that all the time. So maybe there's a reason who knows? Well, I think these little babies that these little souls that are coming in have some, like some, some work to do. I mean, they're part of a paradigm shift. Don't you think that this is really a major paradigm shift? I know this is a, a paradigm shift in birth that needed to happen. You know, it, I mean, you did, sometimes things get sh- shaken up to waken up type of thing. Yeah. Explain the paradigm shift in pregnancy and birth. I think women have lost trust in their ability to give, ba- to give birth. Ooh. There's so much fear that they forgot that, you know, when, when it becomes a more naturalistic thing, even my clients, my thing is right now, people that were like, I want to get an epidural, like I'm so afraid, like to tell my doctor, they're like actually taking charge of their body a little bit more and saying, let's labor at home. I'm going to breathe through this stuff. I'm going to get as far along as I can. And then if I want my epidural, I'll go to the hospital, get my epidural, ask my doctor to get me out of there. Like, you know, as soon as possible. And get me baby. out of there as soon as possible and what? And go home. And have the birth at home? No, no. Have the birth, at, like get to the hospital. Oh, got it. Walk in, have your baby, and then tell your doctor you want to get out there as soon as possible. And I've had clients go home five five hours after birth, as long as the pediatrician and the doctor sign off. Different hospitals have different policies. Different doctors have different policies, but it's a conversation to have with your doctor. And you could totally work virtually with a doula. Like your doula should be working virtually with you. They can sit up all night long. I'm sitting up all night. My plan is... I will go to their house if they're not sick with my mask, hang, you know, put, you know, get them as far as they can in labor, support them, and then sit up all night long if I have to on Zoom and, and be their support person for them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. What do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, dot com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Yeah. What else are are people not considering in this moment um, with pregnancy? Like, are you dietarily um, 
you know, the reason why I thought maybe people were social distancing from even their husbands is because in my case, my husband's the one who's foraging when we need stuff. He has to go out and buy everything. And to me, then he's exposed, right? And um, and so I wonder if I was pregnant, I mean, I would be like 10 feet away from him. Right. I mean, they're going out with masks and gloves. Um, they're not going out every day. They're limiting it. Uh, and they come home, take off their, they take off their clothes literally before they walk in the house. Yep. They run into the house, jump in the shower, wipe down all the groceries, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people are talking about that. Like the wiping down of the groceries. So that's something that I implemented in my house um, as well was if you go out, you get to strip down and get right in the shower and then taking a Lysol wipe to all the groceries that come in. So you can eliminate any, you know, virus that's left on anything. Someone sneezed and grabbed a box of cereal and now you grabbed it. I know. I didn't even think of that. I I heard you talking about that. What were you saying with the vinegar you were doing too? Oh yeah. Even with my produce, um, you know, like I can't live without salad. I I can't, it's my favorite food in the whole world. I know it sounds crazy, but it's been since I was a little girl. Yeah, And so, um, Kevin had to go out and forage the other day and I was making a salad and, um, I, I washed it with, uh, white vinegar to make sure that it was, you know, sterilized a little bit and cleaned. That's great. I'm going to actually tell my people that to start doing that. Like, yeah. I was going to say, what are you telling them dietarily right now? Are you letting them eat from, from restaurants and having food delivered in? Cause I won't do that right now. My, most of my clients aren't doing that. Yeah. So I'm not even doing that. Yeah. I'm cooking for myself I, and my I'm family. Cooking, I'm cooking. Like I just made the best bone broth like the best chicken soup ever. I mean, I wish I could like virtually send it to you right now. <laughs> it's so good. Having a lot of them um, make, I gave them, I send them recipes. I sent them like bone broth recipes, mineral broth, like Alyssa Goodman's mineral broth recipe. Mm-hmm. Um, I have them on high levels of vitamin D, zinc. Um, I had them on elderberry syrup for the last couple of weeks. It's great. It's not while you have the virus, but like it's good before. Tell me about the elderberry syrup. Why? It just, it's an antiviral, anti like cough. It's just a good source of antioxidants mm-hmm. um, and it's safe for pregnancy. Oh, that's good. Uh-huh. Zinc. I have them on, um, I have them eating lots of warm foods, broths, soups. Uh, I've heard that, though, I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard this and I, I, one of my midwife friends who's a nutritionist said it is that, that the warmer the food, it kind of pushes the virus down into your stomach and the acid can get it. So it's like, you know, lots of teas. I have them, um, ginger tea is amazing. Antiviral. Um, I have them on mint tea. I have them drinking robolus teas, uh, nettle leaf. I have them, uh, just, just really trying to eat clean, get enough sleep, take magnesium before bed. So they sleep really deep. Ooh, magnesium before bed makes you sleep deep. Yes. Like a supplement. Yeah. Oh, I'm in. Yeah. I love, love, love Mary Ruth's organics. You should check it out. Her products are incredible. In fact, you know what? I should have her send you some. Yes, please. Um, Now I have to write it down. (laughs) No, I'll I'll send, I'll have her send you some. She's, she's she's an old client of mine. Insane. Like her products are incredible. Um, she's, uh, her, she's a nighttime mineral that is unbelievable. It's so good. Okay. Um, echinacea, you can take echinacea when you're pregnant. Garlic is incredible. I mean, I've been eating so much garlic and onions. Oh my God. Antiviral, antibacterial, Mm. antifungal, you know, everything. We made the craziest garlic dip the other day. My dad and I were burning from it. Oh my God. Sounds so good. Yeah. Garlic. And now we can do it because we're we're around. Nobody's around. It doesn't matter. (laughs) So, so my garlic dip recipe, it's called Scordalia. It's Greek. So we do garlic cloves and the magic bullet thingy, olive oil, equal parts, olive oil and red wine vinegar. You can put some bread or potato in there, like cooked potato, if you want to like take it down. Um, And I do a little salt and pepper and you grind it up and, you know, you can use it like on your crackers or bread or some like um, pan fried like zucchini strips. It's like insane. I mean, you can put it on anything. Oh, it sounds so good. I used to get this one from Trader Joe's or or Whole Foods that was like just like whipped garlic. Mm Mm-hmm. It's so good. Like you can also put hummus, like um, chickpeas, in there if you want to take down the the potency of it. Yum. Yeah, make it like a hummus garlic dip. It's so good. So good. 
I know it's so, oh, that sounds so good. I want some now. So all these things you're talking about that you're putting them on are sound pretty good for all of us to be doing, you know, warm things are really healing and they're the right temperature for our bodies. So the body isn't having to overwork to take a cold drink and make it warm inside. And, um, that's why Ayurveda is, um, so good too. It's, it's not compromising Mm -hmm. your immune system to have to work so hard. Yeah. And I, I mean, also you can make a big thing of chicken soup. You take a whole chicken stick some chicken broth and some bone broth and, you know, and just let it cook with some carrots, onion, dill, parsley, and uh, celery, and just let it, and then put in a slow cooker, let it cook, and then throw in some vegetables. And you've got meals for, you can freeze it. You've got meals for a long time. Yeah. We do the same thing. We freeze our soups and pull them out when we want them. So, yeah. So I have them doing that. I have them doing a lot of uh, probiotic rich foods, you know, fermented foods, Sauerkraut, uh, sauerkraut, yeah, um, kefir. Um, not a lot of dairy because it creates a lot of mucus. Um, you know, vitamin C, but not too you know, like a hundred milligrams, I mean, thousand milligrams above what they have in their prenatal. So you know, I, I, and just really like sleeping, and you know, when they feel stressed, they have access to me to call me yeah. and like just get it out, talk to me. I'll do some breathing with them. Sometimes I'll do a meditation. I'll just, you know, let them know that their feelings are valid and it's scary and that, you know, I'm going to be right there with you. And I'm going to, you know, and that, and, you know, I talk to the partners and. Yeah. What that- are the partners roles now? Cause obviously they're going to be a lot more, um, important and how can they help with anxiety for their pregnant partners? Well, it's a known thing that like the, the partners, the more supportive and loving they are, the more oxytocin you release. So the better the woman feels, the better the baby feels, the better, you know, the better the labor will go, the easier time she'll have. So it's just to be really patient with them because it's scary. Um, and it's just to be there for them. I mean, just be there. I mean, and in, in birth, because I do the birth prep with the partner, they know what to do. Plus, they have access to me. I mean, I will sit there and be like, go hold her hand to like, you know, put her in the shower right now. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if, it, if, it, you know, somebody, if a doctor's like, Hey, you're one centimeter. I want to break your water. I'd be like, Hey, maybe ask them if you could maybe wait until you're a little further along, you know, so you're not on a time clock, you know? So it's just like little things like that. Like I'll be their advocate and kind of talk and stuff like that. And if they don't have you, what would you advise pregnant partners to do? There's a great book called The Birth Partner uh, by Penny Simpkin that I have all my, a lot of my clients that are men read. I would definitely do that. They actually read it? It's yes, because it's bullet pointed. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, I'd have them read that. I'd have them watch some birth videos. I really get on like YouTube and start educating themselves, watching some videos, watching the business of being born or, you know, or what is it? I think uh, born in America or something or something about the hospital births, you know, really start educating themselves on how they can better support them and understand what happens in the hospital, like, or what happens in birth and, you know, and take a, take a birth class. I do, I do privates with people. I'm actually going to, you know, like launch a class for it online where it's just for the partners and them. Um, but I do one-on-one I've coached people like these couples all over and they sit on there on zoom with me and we do the whole thing. And in, in the birth, I'm, I'm still there. So, um, they're FaceTiming me and you know, it's, it's, as long as they under have some kind of education, they should be fine. Yeah. Um, Stephen, I wonder if anybody in the chat is asking any questions that we should be getting to, um, and even with Facebook Live, too. Yeah, we have Facebook Live going right now. We have, uh, obviously, YouTube. We're live on YouTube. One of the questions that that we got was, uh, basically, with pregnancy, a lot of the family want to be involved. So what's the best way to have, like, grandparents and have extended family see the newborn child? in the, in these moments when they can't come into contact with the family, is it straight up just like no right now? I would straight up say no. I would, I mean, there's no visitors allowed in the hospital at all. Like Maria, when you take your mom, you might be just dropping her off and somebody. 
As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps a bag stashed in the nursery. you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, They keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. They might come out to the car and get her and bring her in. You're kidding me. No. I mean, it is no. And I would 100% say no, but if you're doing a home birth, midwife, partner, doula, the end. If If you have a new baby at home, and I wouldn't have anybody come over. Wow. What Absolutely a crazy not. time. It's crazy. Someone I mean, told unless, me that about the unless, hospitals now that they're not letting in anybody. And I'm like, I now have to trust that the person who's going to take my mom is going to be able to take care of her properly, that she, that they're going to be clean and sanitary with her. And you know what I mean? And like, think about the people who don't speak English and you know, luckily no, they come, they'll come out, they come out to the car. In fact, uh, one of my pregnant, other pregnant clients went and got tested. And she said, it was like this crazy thing that she, she has to go to this place and they, they sit, you sit in the car and then they will call you on your cell phone and you give them your license plate and they'll come out and get you and bring you in to get tested, to see if you have, um, you know, the virus. Wow. Why can't they just go to your car and swab you there? there's a whole thing they say bring you into this place wow um so yeah it's kind of crazy i would i would unless your mother has been quarantining with you this whole time yeah she has yeah yeah yeah. then maybe obviously she's if she's quarantining you go to the hospital have a baby and you come back then she's you know what i mean you know where she's been Yeah, yeah yeah but I mean, I know clients, trust me, I, I my, my clients out, like they have baby nurses that were coming in from New York that can't come now, you know? Um, so there's, you know, it's, it's a lot. So, so the rule is if your family was quarantining together before it's okay. But to me now you as the, the mom and the baby have been compromised because you've been out in the hospitals and you're bringing it back. So you don't want to get your elderly parents ill either. Because right. now you might have contracted it in the interim. There's also something about the first, like the two weeks your baby's still transitioning here anyway. I would, if your parents, it's like they don't, if your family, your friends, whatever, wait after they've been quarantined for two, you know, two weeks and you've been quarantined for two weeks with your baby, then maybe come see. But like, I would really, I mean, it's not worth it. You can FaceTime, yeah. you can Zoom. Yeah. I, so this is a whole side thing. This isn't like a pregnancy thing, Lori, but a friend to friend, what I am so confused about is the quarantine situation. The only people in my house that are truly quarantined are my parents and me. I went to the post office to get a package the other day, you know, had gloves on. I wiped the whole thing down. I didn't interact with anybody. I didn't get, you know, get near anybody, but Um, I still think, you know, that's a little scary, but Kevin, who's out foraging and shopping for us when we need stuff and he's getting the prescriptions and all of that, he's coming into the house all the time. And I'm still, I still think that that, unless you have never left your house, all of you for two weeks, there's no true quarantine and no one has come in. So that's where it's so tough. I don't think there is like true quarantining because someone in the house has to go out and get supplies. Right. Well, the person who's going out just has to be as socially responsible as they can be. Yeah. I mean, that's why I'm like, Kevin, stay away. Yeah. I actually hugged him this morning. I'm like, I need a hug. (laughs) Yeah. And you've got your mom and it's like, she's, she's, you know, people that are immune compromised right now really have to be careful. Yeah. We all have to be careful, but you know, none of us want this. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, Lori, I can't thank you enough for joining us and sharing all these great tips. I wonder, um, you know, we always ask, and you know, you've been on the show before, what is one thing you're doing to get better? But, um, you know, it's more important than ever. Like right now, while we are quarantined and while we are trying to, you know, live life from our computer screens and, and such, what is one thing that you're doing to get better for yourself? I mean, I'm still trying to like go I, in my neighborhood, um, walks outside, you know, um, and really building my more of an online presence as far as my virtual stuff, because even moving up to when I moved up to Topanga, it was like just driving. Um, it's, and I want to reach more people. So it's a way for me, it's something that I've wanted to do and I started to do and I've been doing is just to be able to reach more people and help yeah. people in a bigger way than just one-on-one, you know, besides my books and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's been kind of that. And I think the one thing that's keeping me healthy right now is just like living where I live. Yeah. Peaceful. Yeah. Topanga Canyon, California is the most peaceful place ever. I know. I can't wait to we can hike again. I know. Me too. Um, Lori, if people want to get more information on you, um, tell them where they can find you. You can go to my website at lauriebregman.com or my Instagram at lbreggy, L-B-R-E-G-G-Y. And um, yeah. Everything's there. And we'll put that in the summary as well for you guys if you're listening to this and you happen to be out for a run or something. Um, we'll have that in the summary so you guys can just click on it and find Lori. And if you're pregnant or if somebody you love is pregnant, um, you know, you, she can help you through. Um, Lori, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Love you. Stay safe. You too. <laughs> oh man, I did not think about that. Having to give birth alone. When we planned this interview, Stephen, I did not think about that. It's kind of scary to think about like no like even alone as in like one person in the room is kind of weird, but like alone as yeah. in alone alone. I wonder if that's nationwide because I would be like can I go to Kansas? Maybe they don't have a lot of cases there and they'll let my mom and dad or like my my husband in, you know what I mean? Well, I mean that's how it get, that's how the cases increase in Kansas. Shit. <laughs> I would I would try to do the workaround. I I would not be able to give birth without Kevin. Like I would just not. I don't. I mean, I think we could just build him a plastic cellophane bubble. I mean, I am strong, but yeah, I would have him create an orb, and he would be like, "Sorry, I'm going to live in this orb. I'm going to have self." I would call Elon Musk. <laughs> Elon Musk, will you create an orb for Kevin where there's ventilation inside that does not contaminate outside? I I I would die. Yeah. Like these women are going to be, oh, it's so scary. You know what, though? They're going to create like the here's the interesting thing I find about society is in wartime, we create. Yeah. And in times of distress, we create and yeah. we develop new technologies to handle this. So like this is going to change kind of sanitation rules for pregnancy probably forever. This is going to yeah. ch- they're going to develop something that'll let people be in the room for pregnancy. And now before because it wasn't everyone's problem, I'm sure there were women who were immunodeficient who couldn't have people in the room before, and they're going to now develop something I'm sure to let people in the room, and it's going to help everyone from before that didn't have a solution to that. And also like I like seeing this not I don't like seeing this, but uh let's talk about something feel good for a moment. Like people, MIT students, all these different people are creating new ways to help the medical industry with this pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, people developed a 3D printed valve that turns a scuba diving mask I saw that. into a ventilator. I saw that. That was amazing. In Italy, they have these bubble ventilators mm-hmm. that are like really interesting. Like innovation is really happening around this to try to save as many people as yeah, possible. You need like astronaut gear. Yeah, it's Kind of cool. Well, I was thinking, it was funny, I was talking to a friend and she was like, why aren't the nail salons just donating all their masks to people? I was like, oh, that would be kind of interesting, right? Like there are masks everywhere. And now, of course, everyone's mobilizing and getting them out there. But um, I think the innovation thing is so smart. And I also think that when you hear that everyone's going to telemedicine, one of the things I've loved about being a Rally Health ambassador is that Rally Health is a digital platform for your health to navigate your health, take control of your health in, um, in the simplest way, which is 
you know, online because calling up an office is so antiquated now and waiting on hold and having to schedule things like you can do everything online. And I think what's going to be great is this is going to force antiquated hospitals and doctor's offices to go online and be able to be virtual. We don't need to go to the doctors for every little thing. We could have virtual appointments and things can be done online and be simpler, faster, and easier. And I think it's going to force that, which is going to be so game-changing. My biggest worry with the hospitals right now is that I hope that they're not... um... I hope that people are signing waivers so people don't get sue happy after this because like I (laughs) no, like this is a, it's a real thing though. Cause like the majority of our medical industry, it's prices are raised by the fact that they have to have malpractice insurance on everything and everyone's, Mm -hmm. but like right now you have people in hallways, you have people in triage care, you have so many things that could potentially go wrong. And I think we as like American people need to understand that and not, freak out at every little thing right now like they're doing the best they can and yeah. i think they deserve a little bit of credit for everything they're doing like the nurses oh, and doctors sure. like they're really killing it right now heroes yeah yeah i'll tell you on a regular day at ucla um i had to go in with a friend who was having a nervous breakdown i was in a really bad place and it was i would have thought it was a war situation there were people in the hallways in beds there was It was so overwhelming. I can't imagine what it looks like today. I thought about that yesterday. I was like, God, it was really bad. And that was like early February or something. And that was before coronavirus had hit and anything. Actually, no, it was January, early January. And I'm like, this is crazy, like, to think of what it could look like now. I mean, it's just, it's also just like people the doctors are putting themselves at a major risk. Totally. Because when you want to think about hospitals in general, yeah, you have the younger nurses and you have the younger doctors, but most of the surgeons are in their fifties and sixties. Yeah. They are, they are the at risk people. So even if they're not directly working with people with coronavirus, they're still performing surgeries in a hospital surrounded by people like that. So this is why I was violent that they didn't have the protective gear they needed. And I'm still violent that, Everybody doesn't have the protective gear they need. You know, the the delivery workers, the UPS people, and anybody who's coming into contact and has to keep working should have a mask. And if you're a company that's listening and you don't and you think that there aren't places you can go to, you can go to bestrong.com. Bethany Frankel has manufacturers and people are ordering masks and getting them. And our donations that are going to go off from what we did earlier this week, I think it was with mm-hmm. Bethany um, are going to go out this weekend to UCLA and Cedars. But now it's like, she's, you know, she's just a gangster. Well, I'm a, I love history, Maria. So I don't actually need masks. You know why? Cause I take the world war one approach where when gas was coming in those trenches, you take out a rag and piss on it and you can hold that on your face and it works the same way. And I'm going to end the show now. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> And and it's not like he can just say, you know, what's actually um, interesting is in World War One they used to urinate on a rag and that was their their mask. He's like, no, I had to take a piss in it. Like you got to just be so crass. I have to be crass because it gets a laugh out of you. Yeah. I want to I want to make us a little cheery at okay, the end. Yeah, okay. uh, and Jeff Graham, uh, one of our fans of the show, he messaged me. He said, hey, if you guys want to feel good about something too. Uh, even though there's no perfect quarantine yet, the rate of infection in New York is going by, down by 50% this week. What? The cases used to double every two days, and now they're doubling every four days. Wow. So, I mean, they're still doubling, so it's bad, but at least it's like a timeline shift. Wow, that's amazing to hear. The whole part of flattening the curve is not about preventing everyone from getting this. It's only about preventing everyone from getting it at the same time. It's an inevitability that... A lot of people are going to get this. The issue is not whether or not they will get it. It's whether or not there is a hospital vet and ventilator for them when they inevitably get it. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. That's great to hear. Okay. Well, we're going to end on that note. Um, Thank you guys for joining us. I hope this information was helpful for you. If you have a friend who is pregnant or um, a friend of a friend, please share this. And um, 
And we'll be back with you tomorrow. I think tomorrow we have Mr. Harley Pasternak on, who's going to teach us about some fitness at home tips and some cooking at home tips. Um, Next week, we've got Tony Robbins on board, AJ Gupta, and so many others. We're really excited to have them on. Um, So yeah, we're going to keep plugging along here. I do have an iTunes review I'd like to shout out real quick. Okay, let's do it. Um, Here we go. Genuine, informative, and entertaining. Five stars by MetaV. Loving this daily ritual I started during the coronavirus pandemic. I find it calming to have somewhere to go where I can hear Maria speak openly about her fears. She and her team provide a wide range of information and solutions to everyday questions and fears. She comes across so genuine, making it apparent that she loves doing this podcast and personally is fulfilled by sharing knowledge and getting better together. Aww. I am personally fulfilled being here with you guys every day. Um, thank you. That really is, uh, that's an even nicer way to end. So thank you guys so much. Um, you can follow us at Maria Menunos at El Bregi at Stephen Lemieux photo. And remember, be nice people, make good choices and be present. <laughs>